Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, have you ever been wolf-whistled at while walking down the street or have any of our listeners done this to somebody else? If you have, how did it make you feel? And did you wish that there was something you could do about it? Well, new laws in the UK could now see wolf whistling banned as part of a bid to tackle street harassment should Ireland follow suit. Evie Murphy, coordinator with the Limerick Women's Network, Finnegal councillor Olivia O'Sullivan and Naomi O'Mara are all with us on the programme this morning to talk to us a little bit more about this. Good morning to you all. Good morning. Uh, Olivia, I, I just want to say, first of all, I saw you post on social media, you were at that fabulous play in the park. Oh, absolutely, I was um, waiting for Poirot in the People's Park. What a way to spend an evening in the People's Park. And as I said, it was uh, twilight into into moonlight in the park in beautiful weather and the lighting set up for all the sets to play. It was, it was just incredible. It's a beautiful way to spend an evening. And I think we need to see a lot more of that. Yeah, it's so, a fantastic venue for us. Yeah. <laughs> and... Oh, it's superb. I mean, I know the weather mattered and we really had it going with us this time but why can't we look at it every summer you know we can take our chances we can we, i mean i we could have carried an umbrella around once people who are performing would have had cover so i think there's loads of possibilities there to keep pushing now that the door has been opened on that absolutely um uh, let's hope that it is something that will continue we wish them all the very best with the continuation of uh Waiting for Poirot um, in, that's on in the People's Park every evening. I think it's up, uh, running up until the 1st of August. Um, this question about wolf whistling, I'll, I'll start with you, Naomi. Um, do you think that this is a good idea, that it actually should be banned and outlawed? I think it's more that it starts a conversation because we had something similar when we spoke about catcalling and it brings it back into the mindset of, of people that this isn't something that's okay. And I think it makes people recognise that this is something that happens to women and men alike and it's something that is an issue and it's something to maybe consider, hmm, is it okay to do that to a woman? How would a woman feel if I did that to her? Um, And I think when we even have this conversation today, I've no doubt we'll be getting tweets in saying, oh, um, I do this to my friends and they don't mind it. Oh, um, I'm a woman and my friends do this to me and I don't mind it. And I think it's more just opening the conversation of you can have things that you appreciate when done by friends but there are things you shouldn't do to strangers and wolf whistling is something you should not do to someone you don't know who you don't know how they feel about it. Yeah, I remember not that long ago now, I'm not going to say which Irish celebrity it was because I I may accidentally misquote slightly but the general gist of what this Irish celebrity said was that she felt very, very flattered to have been wolf whistled at uh, while coming from doing her shopping, I think it was in Lidl or Aldi or somewhere like that. She didn't feel very glamorous and somebody wolf whistled <clears> at her and she felt delighted by it because she felt she was kind of, you know, past the age where you normally get the wolf whistles. Evie, do you, can you accept that some women actually enjoy it? Well, so just to say that I do welcome any measures that are brought in to keep women and girls safe. I think headlines talking about banning wolf whistling, I think they're kind of unhelpful and they're sensationalistic and they minimise the issue so women are, you know, we're being called hysterical or snowflakes for giving out about wolf whistling. However, it's not just those isolated incidents. And I do completely accept that a man could whistle at a woman and a woman might take it as a compliment. However, 
I think like Naomi said, we need to be having these wider conversations and talking about why are incidents of street harassment so bad for women and girls that we need to have laws to protect them? Who is doing this kind of harassing and, and why are they doing it? So it's about this bigger picture. It's not just one person wolf whistling at another. This feeds into rape culture and misogyny and the objectification of women and girls and a society ultimately where they're not safe because it's not just one incident. It could be thousands of incidents and it's not just wolf whistling. It could be catcalling or following or taking pictures of someone up someone's skirt or, or different things like that. So I agree with Naomi and the need for the, the wider conversation about street harassment. Olivia, does this kind of thing, you know, talking about the, the possibility of banning wolf whistling, does it, does it make a mockery then of the whole thing? And that, you know, as Evie's saying there, it's almost like it's minimising all the other stuff that's happening that's a hell of a lot more serious. Yeah, and you can't just take it on its own as wolf whistling. And that's obviously the kind of thing um, people would, would pick up on and, um, you know, becomes a discussion point. But it's, it's within a wider issue. You can't take it on its own. It has to be looked at under the wider issue of street harassment, of safety, and it's, it's mostly women's safety we're talking about. Um, and I'm sure there are men who will who will have um, had experiences in the past as well, but the majority, uh, is, it's, it's about women's safety. And most women who feel unsafe a lot um, on the streets, um, I mean, to get wolf whistled by a group, an intimidating group if you were there on your own, it can be a very uncomfortable experience. So we can't undermine that either for somebody who experiences it by saying, oh, it's only a compliment. It, it, all these things are taken in context and sometimes it can be a very uncomfortable and, uh, experience in a very unsafe environment when something like that happens. Naomi, do you think it still happens? I mean, see, I, I, I am now of an older generation. I certainly remember, you know, walking past any construction site I would have always walked very quickly because, you know, had an experience of it. It was fairly commonplace going back well, 30 years ago. Um, but I'm just wondering, does it really happen? Obviously, it's not going to happen to me at my age now, but does it still well, happen to young women? That, well, I'm glad that it's never happened to me. But what has happened to me is maybe a cousin of Wolf Whistling and it's when the car slows down and they beep and you get like a well shouted at you from a car of men. That's something that I think is very common around university campuses, and that's something that happens. And even that can just feel a bit unnerving for some women. If you're walking on your own and suddenly a car slows down to beep at you and four men cheer at you. And I know I could, there could be people listening to me now saying I'm over-exaggerating, but when you're all, oh, on your own, that can be something that's quite scary. And I know a lot of these men might not think they're being malicious. They might think like, oh, yeah, there's a girl. Again, opening wider conversations and actually taking a step back and thinking about what you're doing and how it can be perceived. Yeah, Evie, that doesn't sound like, you know, those lads are actually trying to be complimentary at all. That's just pure intimidation, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, it's intimidation. I think it's a kind of a there's, a, there's a gender power there as well. And I mean, there might be the case, ah, yeah, boys will be boys. And we hear that all the time. But how do I know that? So if I'm walking down the street and there's a load of lads roaring at me or, or making suggestive comments and they don't mean anything by it, how do I know that? How do I know that they're not going to run across the road and try and do something to me? I don't know that. I don't know what their intentions are. All I know is that there's people shouting at me and I'm very fearful and afraid. And it's constantly put on women and girls that we have to amend our behaviour 
instead of us actually talking about the, the behaviour of the perpetrators. And this is definitely something that, that should be called out and that it should be talked about. And I think while putting laws in place is really, it, it, it's, it's a start. I think education is absolutely key here in, in fighting this sort of behaviour as well, definitely. Olivia, we actually tried to get a man on about this conversation, but we, we struggled. We weren't able to get somebody to agree to come on and talk about it. And is that part of the problem, is that this largely becomes a conversation between, here we are, four women chatting about wolf whistling. Do you know, I was just thinking that, I was listening to Evie and thinking, here we are, four women having this conversation and what's missing here, and it's a male voice. And male allies are so important in this whole conversation. Um you know, education, as Evie said, for um, for women and for men and boys, uh, and then men that will, will call it out when they're in a group of other men, which is an extremely important and that is, is a difficult thing for um, a lot of men who might be thinking, oh God, that's not really appropriate what each my mate just said there, but actually being able to say it and actually having the, uh, I suppose, giving, giving them the confidence, giving them the words and the education around it to, you know, to back up what they're feeling Maybe they're feeling uncomfortable, but, you know, give them that confidence to actually say something to one of their mates to go, you know, lads, that's not on or it's inappropriate or, you know, I'm not comfortable with this. They, they, we can't do, they can't just be women around this conversation. It can't be women who are trying to solve um, those issues for all those uncomfortable experiences we've just discussed there. There has to be men, there has to be male allies and men involved in every part of this discussion. Otherwise, are we just talking to ourselves? You know, there's only one half of the population. So it's crucial. It's crucial there's male voices and it's disappointing that you couldn't get any men in to join the conversation today. I feel we, we have to be careful as well. We can't just, um, when we're discussing men, obviously there's generalizations that come out and it's should never be an you know an anti male no absolutely uh, conversation not. but I think men can get a bit defensive thinking yeah. it will end up being that way yeah. that's not what this is about at all because it is never all men and it's you know you've got all the good men we have in our lives it's never about all men it's always about the few but we need men to speak out even more so sometimes than all of us. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I'm throwing open the text lines and the phone lines to all you men who are listening this morning. Uh, get in touch with us and let us know what you think. You can WhatsApp or text us on 86 or call us on 46 for this morning. Thanks to Fingal Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan and as well... Uh, Limerick Women Limerick Women's Network Evie Murphy and Naomi O'Mara thanks for joining us on Limerick today Call Limerick today now on 461995